I expect precision, Matt. That's right. Precision. I expect it from my camera. I don't want blurry pictures. Fuck no. Gross. Uh, I expect it from your haircut. My judging haircut. by the quaff I'm looking at, that's Thank a precise you. haircut. Precision. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I'm not going to settle for less when I than when I cook, Matt. Why would you? Why would I? I don't expect precision out of my own mouth, apparently. But <laughs> Jules Suvide uses precise temperature control. Uh, their trademark visual doneness guide will cook help you cook food exactly the way you want it. That's why they say Jules perfect food every time. To get yours, which you should, uh, go to chefsteps.com slash Jewel. Use the code homophilia to get 15 bucks off for a limited time. That's chefsteps.com slash J-O-U-L-E code homophilia. Yeah. Hari Kondabolu and his brother Ashok have a brand new podcast here on Earwolf, Matt. It's called Kondabolu Brothers. You can check out the first few episodes in your podcast app right now. Mm-hmm. Now, you probably know Hari from his stand-up or his other Earwolf show, Politically Reactive. Ashok is a performer and a former member of the rap group That's Racist! Their shows taped at comedy clubs around the country from Brooklyn to Hawaii. You can listen to the two brothers occasionally acknowledge their live audience. Oh, find out things like why World War I is overrated <gasps> or why pizza should not be your favorite food. <gasps> These are controversial statements, but it's fun. Guys, subscribe to Condoboo Brothers on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or your podcast app of choice. Do it. Hey, Matt. Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) Did you just almost call me Jeff? Jack? I was, I was so ready to say Jewel. <laughs> Jewel by Suvi. And then I thought, wait, are we doing ads? Not yet. Not I yet. We'll we get to, to it. Intro. We'll get to it. My name is Dave, Matt. For God's sake. How Ooh. are you? How are you? I'm a little punchy. I mean, it's 8.30. It's sure. very late for me. It is. It's a late night. How are you? You've been traveling so You've been uh, uptown, downtown, Chinatown, Crosstown. Mm-hmm. Been all over the damn map, and I'm feeling good. Yeah. Feeling good. Yeah, I was just, uh, I was back in New York. I did uh, Page Six TV for another week yes. with the great Bevy Smith. Yes. Carlos Greer, Elizabeth Wagmeister, fabulous people. Um, we had, um, I, okay, uh, it's you do one show on a Monday and then two on a Tuesday, two on a Thursday. Mm, that's giving a lot. You, yeah, I'm doing it. Yeah, I'm giving you a little look it's behind the scenes. I'm giving you a peek behind the curtain. Love it. It's what's called a strip show. It's on uh, <laughs> 30 minutes, five nights a week. And uh, so our Tuesday, um, we ended up having some special guests, oh. which normally the show doesn't really have guests, but yeah. they're, you know, they're, they're, they're workshopping things. So our uh, first guest was uh, The Situation. Wow. Who was there to promote the new iteration of Jersey Shore. Sure. Where How's they, he looking? Um, uh, like uh, ham? Like, like meat. ham? Like meat. Like it's like a meat oh, okay, face. Okay, okay. And I don't – I mean there's no other way to say it but just a meat face. Just like a – like he looks – he doesn't look bad. Right. He doesn't look bad. He j- But he just – he looks like prosciutto. Yeah. I know he does. And I, he I looks like a charcuterie you, plate. I was in 
not to brag, but a show called the Jersey Shoresicle, briefly, oh, which was a stage who did musical. You play? I played the situation. Did you? Now, now? I was a replacement. Uh-huh. This was, by the way, we have to have him on the show. Danny Franzisi, uh-huh. a hilarious actor, sure. um, and uh, he's from Mean Girls and a bunch of other things. He created this. Uh, I didn't know anything about the Jersey Shore, but Drew Drogi was directing it, so that's oh. how I got involved. I played the situation. I'm sorry to derail the story. No, no, no. I, I bring it what, all up. This is what this show is because. Man. It was, of course, just a lot of uh, spraying yourself orange. Yeah, had a very funny ballad. Ba- I mean, they they wrote a very funny ballad for the situation where it was a love song, but it was him singing to a mirror. Uh-huh. Get it? Because he's in love with himself. Yeah, yeah. And um, is your shirt off? Shirt was off. Uh, there's a lot of flashing uh-huh. of the shirt and uh, spray tanned abs uh-huh. on, uh-huh. and uh, a lot of orange like body paint. Sure. And but more than one person commented that like of all of the people that uh, Matt McConkey looked the most like the character he was playing, which was wow. tough because it, I can tell you it was not about the abs because I did not have those. So, but I mean, it was facially. I just think that sometimes I look at him and I go, Ooh, we could be related. No, and I mean, it's not great. Well, you know, okay. and I'm, and I'm comfortable with this, yeah. you know, and, and by the way, I, my, my family is from that area. My biological yeah. family is from that area. I was conceived, I believe on the Jersey shore. So like psychically yeah. I'm connected to that, that world. You don't look like the situation. Okay. Well, maybe we you should do another Twitter poll about that. Okay. You don't. Uh, also, I'm not saying that he looked bad. Just he's. He just looks like ham. He just looks like but ham he, a little yeah, bit. That doesn't mean bad necessarily. No. Looks like he's kept it together. Uh-huh. He's in good shape. Yeah. Takes great pains to say that he's clean and sober now. Has yeah. been for a couple of years. Brought the girlfriend. The girlfriend sat in the audience. Um, and, and like and he was talking about how everybody's changed and it's, you know, we all have families now. And there's B-roll of the show playing on the screen behind him. And as he's saying that, it's literally like two adult women doing beer funnels. So <laughs> I, I would imagine that the show is not – that much different. It's not yeah. wildly different from what we have come to expect. Uh, in the afternoon show, a Carol Radziwill came. What? From the Real Housewives of New York. I. Why am I just now hearing this? Because I forgot to tell you. Was she wearing athletic gear? She was not. Oh, thank God. But there was okay. reference made to, to the marathon. Of course. Yeah, that is a real storyline she's hanging on to. Okay. Um, she was great. She, was, she could not have been nicer. Love her. But uh, her publicist was Lizzie Grubman. Oh, wow. Remember Lizzie Grubman? Of course. And That's like, a- and there was just like, I went into the green room to say hello. And she had like this big entourage with her. And, and like, I said hello to Carol and she was very nice. I said, hi, I'm Dave. She said, hi, I'm Carol. And blah, blah, blah. And then I started to shake hands with the entourage. I was like, hi, I'm Dave. And they're like, mm-hmm. just, you know. Wow. Like these kind of hanger on publicist type people, you know. <sighs> With her, mm-hmm. one of them had this like very blonde hair and this face that I recognized that made me upset. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know, you know how you remember how a person makes you feel before uh-huh. you remember whether you know them or what their name is. And uh, and I left the room and I was like, oh my god, it's Lizzie Grubman. For those who don't remember, Lizzie Grubman um, was the embodiment of uh, what people, especially people in New York, hated about young people in 1996. She was a publicist. She was well-connected. She was kind of, she had a, a super clued in, you know, lawyer father. Also a great deal of publicity person talent on her own. I'm not mm-hmm. saying she was, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but, you know, came from incredible privilege and was one of those people that when you would go somewhere, there would be this 
awful person with a headset and a clipboard who would yell at you yeah. and just make you angry. Uh, she she came to embody that. And then on a weekend in the Hamptons, yes. she uh, she took off in an SUV after getting into a fight with a valet person or a door person or somebody and calling them white trash. And then as she t- tore off, she like ran over four people. And that was like – that was the OJ story of a couple years after OJ. That's that right. was huge in New York. That's right. So I saw her and uh, – and, and you um, ran before she could run over you? With that's absolutely right. I put on uh, armor. And then I went to uh, – a friend of mine is playing James Joyce in Travesties on Broadway. So I went to that and went backstage and Tom Stoppard, the, uh, the, the playwright of that play, like came back to say hello to the cast. Wow. So in 12 hours, the situation, Lizzie Grubman, Tom Stoppard. Carol Radswell. And Carol Carol Radswell. It's Tom Topper almost as impressive as yeah. Carol Radswell. That's that's what it's all about. List. Wow. That's my life. Just That's uh, my life in a nutshell. Yeah, rubbing elbows with the the high and the low. The high and the low. The spectrum. That's the way I do. How about you? What's going on with you? I mean, not a goddamn thing. I'm you know, just living my truth. Okay. Um what did we want well, to talk about? Oh, I saw Blockers. Yes. Really fun. It was very fun movie. I, saw, I also you, saw Blockers. You saw it as well. I did. Yeah, KK Cannon is an old friend. And oh, yeah. That's uh, her directorial debut. It is very funny. It's very filthy. Yes. Uh, don't don't do a love Simon as I did with my mom and take your mom. New. No. Because uh, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of semen. It's sure. Um, Those kids are, are semen, stars. All they were three great. Of the, the main kids were just um, and Leslie Mann is mwah, mwah, mwah. yeah. She was great. Ike Barinholtz was great. Yes. John Cena was great. John Cena was great. You see a lot of John Cena's butt, which I feel you like do. is that's his. Thing now that's yeah. sort of his call. Like you see, like in Trainwreck, mm-hmm. a lot of John Cena butt. Yeah, um, looks like a, like a well cured ham, right? Uh, An Easter ham. Uh, it, and it's beautifully quietly um, diverse without yes. like hitting you, without like making it seem like, hey, look what we're doing. It's right. just like it's it's it's, yeah, it's very just, well done. Um, you know, there is a gay love story. This is not a spoiler. Mm-hmm. A lot of a uh, lot of laughs to be had. Yeah, very enjoyable. Did you see a quiet place? Did not yet. Did you also very enjoyable? Uh-huh. A lot of laughs to be had. Not. Really. I mean, I, it was actually really fun. I was very excited to see it. Yeah, it did feel like weirdly like this like male like straight male fantasy of like I like life off the grid. Like when the grid goes down, I get uh-huh. to finally fucking be a man, yeah, and I, I wear my fucking thermals and my chunky sweaters. I grow out my beard, uh-huh. and strangle I know a deer, how to use cook it. it. Yeah, yeah, and I fucking teach my son to catch fish because we're men, and the women will stay home and do the laundry because this is what we do now. And like, there was a lot of that. Yeah, um, it's kind of a turn on. I'm not gonna lie. I like a beefy John Krasinski. He is quite beefy in it. Mm-hmm. Um, enjoyable. Okay. <laughs> That's my review. How's Heathers? Uh, Heathers is uh, going to air in soon. Good. I believe. Okay. Yes. That's. I don't have any other information okay, I can good. share on the good. air. Good. Oh. Stay tuned. Okay. Good. Um, and today we have an amazing guest. Oh, my God. Do we ever. Uh, he is a writer and he hosts the podcast Keep It. And mm-hmm. he, when people, uh, not that anyone ever asks me who Ira Madison is, but if they needed a description of Ira Madison, I would say, Have you ever heard of gay Twitter? They'd say, Yeah. I'd say, Have you ever heard of black Twitter? They'd say, Yeah. I'd say, Okay. So he runs both. Yes. This yeah. man actually runs both of those organizations. Uh-huh. You, not everybody knows that there is someone who's actually in charge of uh-huh. both of those. Yep. And it's Ira. He's the one. 
Um, and he's here today to talk uh, about his dating life, which uh-huh. is very exciting, and a lot get, uh, of soap opera talk. Yeah, if you were into soap operas in the 80s and 90s, you get ready for a treat. Gonna have, yeah, Tuck a napkin some, into your shirt. Some very confusing analogies in yes. which we all cast ourselves as soap characters. Anyway. This um, is a fun one. Enjoy. Well, my friends, Homophilia is sponsored by a book called Global Gay by Frederick Martel. It's published by the MIT Press. I said publish it because it's fancier that way. In this book, Martel visits more than 50 countries and documents a revolution underway around the world, the globalization of LGBT rights. Uh He interviews uh, the proprietor of a gay-friendly cafe in Jordan, uh, a Cuban-American TV journalist living in Florida. A South African jurist who worked with Nelson Mandela to enshrine gay rights in the country's constitution. But that's not all. That's not all. You got an American lawyer who worked on the campaign for marriage equality. You got an Egyptian guy who fled the country after escaping a raid on a gay club and so many more. Martel finds that around the world, the status of gay rights has become a measure of a country's democracy and modernity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, to buy global gay, here's what you do. mitpress.mit.edu slash homophilia. Yeah, I'm going to need to repeat that. That is mitpress.mit.edu slash homophilia. Do you love to travel, Matt? More than anything. Where do you like to go? Oh, you know, Palm Springs. Oh, that's a fun one. That's the end of my list. <laughs> really? Did you expect me to say more places? I did expect a, a, a list of at least go. three. Yeah, just well, there. Why? Yeah, that's nice. Uh, because here's the thing. Even if you're just going there, yeah. traveling is a pain in the neck. you got to visit a ton of different sites. Unless. Unless. You go to tripping.com, where OneSearch lets you compare every home from the world's top vacation rental sites in one place to find the best deal on your perfect vacation rental. That's where you're getting uh, vacation rentals with more privacy, more space for everyone under one roof, more choices, fully stocked kitchens, extra bedrooms, even hot tubs. Uh, You're describing to me all the comforts of home and then some I didn't even think about. Best of all, at Tripping.com, you can join the millions of travelers who find more savings with rates up to 80% less than traditional hotel rooms. That is so much less. That is so much less. This year, save time and money when you book the vacation home of your dreams with Tripping.com slash homo. That's T-R-I-P-P-I-N-G dot. Com slash homo. Find your perfect vacation rental. Mm-hmm. Trippin.com slash homo. Folks, we are back with Ira Madison the third. Ira. How are you? Just making sure you're still on the table. You're adjusting your <laughs> levels. You're scanning to make sure your signature is still here. I'm good. Everything's okay? I'm great. Um, you're wearing a keep it necklace. I am. Where can I get one? My friend like is a jewelry designer, and so he made one for me. Amazing. Yeah. Um, it's beautiful. It's like a carry. Otherwise, it would have been very expensive. Like it's real gold. It looks. Oh, wow. Yeah, it looks expensive. Yeah. Well done. So, God, there's so much I want to ask you, especially in terms of pop culture stuff. Um, what are I mean? What are you watching now? I hate to limit us to housewives, but I need to know your thoughts. Okay. Um, I can answer both. Okay, great. Um, what am I watching housewives related? New York. Yes. Okay. Um, Back and better than ever. I'm very excited. The premiere was amazing. Yeah. 
Um, and it, it, it's, it's already like in the political zeitgeist. Yeah. Because uh, Trump's lawyer, Cohen, yeah. was staying at the Regency. What? And that's what was raided. Please explain the significance of the Regency. The Regency is where um, Tom, Luann's ex-husband, would always have his dalliances with other women. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's that's like a hot club for the over 50, like, Upper East Side? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Wait. So that's what was raided? Yeah. The Regency? Well, his his, room at the Regency. His room at the Regency. Yeah. That makes so much sense. I know. I mean, I will be so not shocked if Luann is somehow involved <laughs> with Michael Cohen. Um, sell me on New York. Can you sell me on New York? Housewives, yeah. not the city. Um, <laughs> New York uh, is – it's amazing. It's, yeah. um, it's really just about you know these businesswomen um, who are – Rich, they're very wealthy, yeah. um, but they also have like no shame and are sort of not classy. Yeah, um, and it's funny watching them attempt to, you know, be classy and sort of like, you know, play with that, um, you know, comedy of manners thing. Yeah, um, sure. like New York is really more of a comedy of manners than any of the other housewives. Um, because they're actual, you know, people in New York society. Uh, it's different than like Beverly Hills, where um, they're they're wealthy in Beverly Hills, right. but they're not really famous in right. the sense yep. that like real famous people are not going to be on Beverly Hills because yeah. they think it's beneath them. Uh-huh. Um, like the closest they got was like um, when Yolanda Foster was on the show, like David right. Foster's wife. Sure. Um, that was like a get or like in the first season when Camille Grammer was on, but like Kelsey didn't want to do the show and he sure. did like two episodes. You don't think Lisa Rinna and Eileen Davidson are a get? No. No? I love Eileen I love Davidson, them. but they're like soap actors um, and Lisa Rinna will do anything That's for true. a paycheck. That's yeah. true. Um, very famous to me. I, I did a pilot with Lisa Rinna. What? Yeah. We were we were at um, – like it, it became a show um, – uh, it was called Flea Market Flip, <laughs> and you had to like – you had some time. It was like um, like Iron Chef kind of, but for uh-huh. knickknacks sort of. So uh-huh. you would have like a budget, and you would get a certain number of things, and then you had the rest of the morning to make it into something else that you would sell for a lot more. Uh-huh. Or you could like fix an old lamp or whatever. And this I, is a competition? It's a competition, yeah. Hosted yeah. by you and Lisa Rinna. She was one of the people – she was one of the celebrity – uh, like, flea market people. Wow. Okay. Oh, do you know who also just fucking made an appearance? Like Ooh. showed up at the flea market, and we asked her to like be in a segment, and she said yes. Serena Williams. What? Serena Williams was just there, and she was like, "Oh yeah, sure, I'll." You know, I know how to spot a good, you know, yeah. chair or something. Something. Yeah, she. Uh, she's I'd like to a see this rebooted. I literally just remembered I did it. What wow. was that on? I think it was it was conceived for Game Show Network. Okay. And then I think it went on to be on some other network. I don't know. Some sort of crafty home kind of network. Wow. Yeah. Pop TV. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe Pop TV. Maybe a, maybe an <laughs> a, not an HGTV, but like a sub HGTV maybe. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Or maybe HGTV. I don't know. I don't know. But she's she's real brassy and fun and she will as you I mentioned do anything. She will do anything. Yeah. Dana Delaney should be on that show. 
Which? Her, her flea market flip. Her Instagram lately has just been like her finding like old tchotchkes really? and like antiques. Wow. And just wow. Instagramming them. Okay. I don't know why. She can be in the reboot. Yeah. I love, it. Rena. I love it. It will come back. America will demand it. And you love Rena because you were a Days of Our Lives person. You are a Days are of Our Lives days person. Of our, I was watching it earlier. Can you catch okay. me up quickly? I mean, this I grew up on. I I was obsessed with it as a child, as a very young child, at what, a weirdly young age. What year would this have been? This would have been like mid to late eighties, early nineties. Okay. So Lisa Rinna was on. Lisa Rinna was her, on uh, playing Billy Reed. Of course. Okay. Was there a Frankie and a Jennifer? Or something? Yes. There yeah. Was, there was Frankie and Jen. Jen. Uh-huh. Um, We're talking the Hortons, right? I don't yes. Know. Yeah. Frankie was homeless, and then he was adopted by the Bradys. Yes. Oh. Uh, Frankie is not on the show. Okay. Um, at the moment, Jennifer's still on the show. Uh-huh. Um, her, she has a son, um, Jack Jr., mm-hmm. and um, Abigail. And um, Abigail is married to Stefano Demira's son. Wow. Chad. Um, Stefano's dead. And right. um, Jack is dead as well. Um, oh, are so they Ma- dead? No Matthew Ashford. Well, Stefano is dead because the actor, actor died. Is, okay. Right. okay. Uh, Jack is dead, dead. He's been back as a ghost. Okay. And he's sure. died uh, many times yeah, and yeah. been back. This one now, seems real. On All My Children, Jesse died and came back as a ghost. Also, when he died, his organs went to other characters that were on the canvas at the time. And then Jesse came back. Yes. And they never – he was just like, I faked it. I faked it really good. <laughs> like, other really people have my faking. heart and kidney and I was a ghost. There was, was a was weird point in like 2003 yeah. where Marlena was brainwashed into being a serial killer. Oh, sure. Uh, and she killed a bunch of people wow. in the cast. Yeah. And they weren't dead. They were just <laughs> transported to an island called Molaswin, <laughs> which was New Salem backwards. <laughs> Uh, And they were all being held prisoner there by Andre Uh And But during that point, (laughs) you can tell that the decision to bring them all back alive was a last-minute decision because at least two characters after they were murdered were appearing as ghosts. And one character (laughs) did donate an organ to someone else, Uh and they never explained (laughs) – how those ghosts to. were appearing. <laughs> and weren't two of the people who died from space? Weren't there alien Oh, uh, well, Cassie died. Okay. She was from – She. they were <laughs> – they weren't from space. They were um, – But they could like yes, – they, they could they, disappear and stuff. They, no, they were um, – they were genetically um, created um, <laughs> with – Two people's sperm, and yeah. Marlena gave birth to them oh. while she was held captive I on see. Stefano's island, like in the eighties. Yeah. Okay, um, they just appeared in a spaceship for uh-huh. some reason, okay. um, and <laughs> they everyone thought an they were aliens, but it was just a Demira scam. I see. Uh, what little I know, I know from my one of my obsessions, which is soap opera magazines. I love them. I love them so much. Do you ever I, pick oh, up a soap I, opera magazine? When I was a kid, line? I used to walk across town to the Knowles Market because they got the Soap Opera Digest, which came, which came out every other Saturday on yeah. the day it came out, as opposed to a couple days later. Oh, and I was like so, eight years old. I, I mean, they're the best kind of periodical. Yeah. I think the covers were always ridiculous, insane, and it was always something like. Marlena chooses John, mm-hmm. uh, just like some ridiculous <laughs> title, or it'd be like 
Lisa Rinna out. You know, uh, like she yeah, left just the tracking show. the comings yeah. and goings in this very small community. It's like uh, it's like being part of a community theater. Yeah, Lisa yeah. Rinna was back on the show recently. Yes, uh, she did stay? a guest stint. She did a guest stint because oh. she's an ISA agent, okay. uh, which is like they're CIA. She's not Billy though. She's still Billy. Oh, she's still okay. yeah. Uh, she appeared to help John when he was poisoning Patch. Uh-huh. Um, oh, Patch is still there? Because someone in the CIA, someone in the ISA wanted to kill him, so John had to pretend that he was poisoning Wait, is John good Patch. or bad? Huh? John's good. He's John, okay, he's yeah. good. So why is he poisoning? He had to someone? pretend to poison, oh, he, he had to actually poison, poison Steve okay. because the ISA person wanted to kill I see. Steve. I see. Um, but now the poison accidentally made Steve blind. Wow. Oh no! He, and he already had he was already had the patch, and he now he can't see out of his other eye. And oh, so you're man. tuning in every day, one p.m. or your DVR, and you're catching up. What's That's... weird is when I was so I, I got to like full circle my um, obsession when years ago when I worked at BuzzFeed, uh-huh. uh, and they kind of let me do whatever I wanted. Uh-huh. Um, I got to interview like a cast member on days. What cast member? Uh, I interviewed. Um, Two people interviewed this girl, Jen Lilly, uh-huh. who's very lovely. Uh, she's not on the show. Okay. Um, and someone named Christopher Sean, who mm-hmm. is plays a half Japanese gay character. Oh. Okay. Who's in a love triangle right now. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So there are fleshed out gay characters. There are fleshed out gay characters. He is a former baseball player uh-huh. who was in love with the boy, Sonny, uh-huh. who's Victor Kiriakis's grandson. Victor Kiriakis, played by John Aniston. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know if that name sounds yeah. all roads yeah. back to And um, jo- Sonny uh, was married to Will Horton, Sammy, uh-huh. Allison Sweeney's yeah. son, um, but he was killed, Will was killed, and then he came back <laughs> of course he did. with amnesia, and he doesn't remember Sonny, oh. so they're divorced now, and Will is dating um, Paul. Oh, the former, the, the former baseball, baseball player oh, who was oh, right. going to marry Sonny, uh-huh. um, but Sonny called off the wedding when his deceased husband came back from the dead. I see. Wow, wow. gay people have deceased husbands coming back from the dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah come progress. On. Compete in every, in every way. <laughs> um, a friend of mine was just on it as an evil nurse who Ooh. had to administer uh, shock treatment to John and Marlena. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a. Big but then deal. at the last minute, she didn't. Okay, not yeah. as big a deal. Yeah, yeah. they were being held um, captive in the psych ward uh-huh. wow. yeah. by and Marlena's by Marlena's doppelganger. Oh, I didn't know she is. Had it a also played by Deirdre Hall. Yeah, or she, oh, of course. Okay, she's she can do anything. <laughs> They've been through so much. That way. But yeah, but she she said that like they they were very professional. They came in, they ran their lines twice. They did it. They did two takes, and then immediately they said, "Would you like a picture?" <laughs> yeah, that's it. They're like, we know what you're here for. Yeah, let's get right to it. Well, yeah, the yeah. thing about soaps now is basically that the budgets from like when the '80s or whatever, when you watched it as kids, is very much gone. Uh-huh. Uh, and they don't do reshoots and long rehearsals like they used to now. And it's basically like when you get the take, you're done. Uh huh. Because the actors are like, you're going to get what you paid for. Yeah. yeah well, like, and it's also like they don't have, they just don't have time to because they also film like an episode a day. Yeah. 
right. and subs now. It's insane. Yeah, and then they got to like get out because Price is Right has got to come in, that's right, <laughs> or whatever. Do, can you can you do you have an emotional connection to these characters, or is it just yeah, really? I I grew up watching Days, you know, and I watched it with my family, and so I've seen I had seen the show off and on since the late nineties, mm-hmm. and then I officially started watching it in high school. Um, because I watched, because everyone watched Passions, oh, which sure. was insane, yeah, um, and like teens loved it. But when I used to record it to watch it, Days was on before it, and I used to get like the last five minutes of each episode. Oh, sure. Uh-huh. So I finally That's just started enough. recording Days. Yeah. And so from like sophomore year of high school on, I've watched it regularly. Uh huh. There's something so like I'm connected to it. Now. Sure. Yeah, I get it. Because they, they don't take holidays off. I mean, they're they're staying they with you. Out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the actors too. But but, the, like, but doesn't the show air like on Christmas Day? And it's a, yeah. it, it depends what holiday it is. Yeah. Like they'll air a Christmas Day episode, but they won't air like a Fourth of July episode. Right, right, right. Sure. Wow. Um, yeah. I you know I I had a massive all my children phase, and even after that was over and I stopped caring, yeah. I still had to check in. I still had to pick up Soap Opera Digest or Soap Opera Weekly, so find nice out whether Julia in. Barr would be back as Brooke. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like it's I don't, it's it's dumb, but yeah. I I followed it to uh, – was it on Hulu? Yeah. Or something like that? Yeah, they added it's it to Hulu good. when they canceled – yeah, it wasn't good. It was not but, good. Um, no, I get that from people all the time. You know, They're, They'll be like, um, oh, I was at the gym the other day and – I caught some of days, and then they'll ask me. They'll be like, "I don't know what was going on last uh-huh. time I saw it was 15 years ago." Uh-huh. You know, but yeah. it's it's there. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I like that it's there. Yeah, I mean, it's it's comforting in a way. Uh, I I also like that it. I mean, I don't. I, I'm not as connected to it, but I certainly had my passions. Period. And what I love the most about that is that you really only had to watch it once a month. Because everybody would say – they would say, um, tell me more about this, Ira. And like they would use each other's names so you always knew who everybody was. Uh-huh. And it would also be like well, someone Dave, would leave the room. I'll tell you about that. But yeah. first, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let like me someone explain would leave this the plan room. to you. Yeah, but, but they would talk to themselves and they'd be yeah. like, well, he's got to get the, the results of the test to doctor whatever the fuck. And like it would – they would explain everything at the beginning of the scene, in the middle of the scene, at the end of the scene. Yeah. You always knew where you were. So Passions was like – Almost a parody, yes. but it was just written also just so horribly. Right. Uh, it was by James E. Riley. He created it, who was a writer on Days uh-huh. in the early 90s. He did the like um, Carly being buried alive storyline. Oh, uh. And then he went on to create this. And then he came back. He's the one who wrote that dumb serial killer thing um, mm. on Days. But um, the show was just like fantastic with – I remember there was like a secret – paternity being revealed uh-huh. in a living room on Passions. Yes. And it took Eve two weeks to open an envelope. Yes. Because uh, she's opening it and then the person who's trying to blackmail her to change it comes up to her and she's like, before you read that, let's have a talk. And yeah. like they're talking outside yeah, yeah. and then someone else comes into the living room yeah. and they interrupt the drama with their own drama. Yeah. And then like Two episodes later, all these people who gathered in this room to hear paternity test results are like, wait, we're not going anywhere until we hear these results. Yeah. And then she starts to open it, and the episode ends. <laughs> and then you're back in that same peach room the yes. next day. Everyone's in the same position in the same clothing. Yeah. And Ridiculous. it saves money. You know, sure. they have the same outfit for 
like months. Sure. Yeah. It's a great it's a great budget <laughs> like it's a good budgetary move to have nothing ever happen. You yeah. know? Like yeah. you can have a very inexpensive show if nothing happens. Which is weird that though then so many crazy things managed to happen on yeah. Passions because yeah. nothing happened and yet it felt like everything uh-huh. happened. Wasn't there a robot charity or something? Zombie charity. It was a zombie charity. And was, sorry, I got that wrong. Who was the lady? She was she was not Haley Mills, but she was like Haley Mills' sister, and she played the yeah. the, the, the she witch. Played Tabitha, the, Tabitha. the witch, yeah. um, with a talking doll, Timmy. Talking doll, yeah. yeah, who died part of the way through the series. Uh, uh-huh. He d- he died in real life on the day that his character died. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Spooky, right? Passions reboot 2018. Oh man! I, was, I mean, who needs passions in, with the world the way that it is now? It's already <laughs> no. weird. Actually, enough. the the news feels like passions. It really does <laughs> because you can because you can hear Trump ranting about something today. Mm-hmm. Tune in two weeks later, and he is still ranting about still it. Ranting yeah, about he's still talking about still, Hillary, and he's still in the same goddamn suit. Yeah, yeah. so it's time <laughs> to for fifteen years. Still talking about Hillary. Yeah, it is. It is still November. 2016. Yeah, oh. we're still we're still talking about documents. <laughs> oh my god! After weeks, is he? Uh, what was the what was the witches? I remember there was Hecuba. Hecuba, Hecuba. came in oh, for sure, a little sure, while. Sure. She was played by she. Okay, I'm going to tell you this because I know this because I read so I read so. Robin Strasser. Robin Strasser. Thank who you. Was, who was on uh, One Life to Live? One Life to Live. Dorian. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Dorian Lord. Tuck Watkins. Yeah. By the way, from One Life to Live, will soon be on Broadway in yes. uh, in Boys, the in, Boys the in the Band. Wow. He's done well for himself. It's yeah. good to see. What a career. What a career the man has What a had. journey. I'm interviewing one of the boys in the band. Which, can you say? Zach. Okay. Oh, awesome. exciting. Right on. Um, Who did you relate to most on Days of Our Lives? Oh, yeah. Sammy. Yeah. Why? She's troubled. She, 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 was, she was just like a devious teenager, and she was always up to some scheme. But she, she then sort of became her own woman, right? She became like a ver- she became like a mellowed out person yeah. later. But she still, you know, like because she had that sister who was like the sort of the hotter sister. Carrie, Carrie was her sister, yes. and Lucas was her. Lucas, Lucas was, was Carrie's boyfriend, and she wanted Sammy wanted Lucas. Sammy wanted Austin. Sammy wanted Austin. Oh, Lucas yeah. was her best friend that she was always scheming with, and they had the son together. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, but I don't know. Sammy was just one. she was fun, and she was just like she was really just a bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, it was just fun. It it's fun to watch that character. Yeah. You rarely see. I don't know. I feel like they're written horribly now, or maybe there is just like not. Ghost, or maybe it's just ghost to write women that way now. Anyway, probably. Uh, but you know, I just feel like back on those soaps in like the '90s and 2000s, like you had female characters who were just like, if they were the villain, they were like evil. They're always, yeah. you know, sure. they would like yeah. be in a scene, like arguing with someone, and they would like drag them left and right, and they tell them, shut up, I hate you, or slap someone and then, like, leave. Like, they were not ever people that you had to feel like yeah. they needed to be redeemed in any way. Right, yeah. You could just but I always felt like we understood Sammy's, like, pathos a little bit. You know what I mean? I well, was yeah. like, she's a monster, but, like, I kind of understand She had why. a damaged childhood. Yeah. Yeah. Her well, sister gets all the attention. didn't have a damaged childhood in Salem. Well, that's true. <laughs> 
all of this knowledge. It's like it's like a foreign la- it's like immersion in a foreign language. I feel uh-huh. like I've spent the day in France and now like my French is coming back. Yeah, like you I'm remembering all these characters. This has been really fun to to witness. I really I love, I love how it just tumbles out of me. Yeah, so I'm always like oh, I don't want to know all this. It's in there. Um, I last thing about Days of Our Lives, Matt Ashford, who plays Jack, first famous famous person. Can I call him? The yes, famous of course person you can. that I ever met. Huh. Made my mom drive me to do like school shopping to the West Virginia Mall, which was like an extra hour and a half further away from the closest mall, because I knew he would be there signing autographs. Oh boy! Did you tell her that he was going to be bought there? myself a windbreaker set uh, sweatsuit and uh-huh. uh, put it on, and then got up on stage, got a Polaroid with him. He signed it. It looked like it said Matt's ass. It was on my bulletin board <laughs> for about ten years. <laughs> Until somebody poked his eyes out with the thumbtack. Wow. Tell that story? Oh, that's a great story. That's a well, beautiful story. How's he story. holding up? I think he's fine. Well, when he's he dead. appears as a, as a ghost, he's fine. But his character he looks is dead. good. Yeah. He'd be gauzy as a ghost, though. He was on One Life to Live. Oh, really? No, he no. played a serial killer. Jesus. Of a music box killer. Who's your favorite person who made all of the rounds? Um, of all of the soaps. Of every soap. Um. <laughs> Tamara Braun, uh-huh. if you know her, I bet she I was do. Carly on General Hospital. Okay, oh, wow. um, like the original, one of the originals. She was um, on Days of Our Lives. Um, Who'd she I think maybe Days? she just did those two. Yeah, but on Days of Our Lives, she played two different characters. Uh-huh. Um, she was first cast as Ava Vitale. A mob daughter. Yeah. And then she came back <laughs> to the show as um, Nicole Walker's sister. Sure. Um, and then they brought her back to the show again as the Ava woman. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah, when you can it. cross over for yeah. different, different shows and play sure. different characters within one, I mean. I mean, you've just ma- you've you've mastered it. the form. And now they also to do now just because they're there only are like, two yeah, there are only three on the air now. So yeah. it's four, I guess. Um but like all the ones from like Guiding Light or sure. like the other can or all my children, like some of them are like populating. Yeah. They've had to resettle. Shows. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mine is a fellow named James Kybert, who played uh, I believe he was Mike Donovan on Loving. Wow. It was okay. a thirty minute soap on ABC. I, yes. I saw uh, the Loving Murders. Oh, see, that was another there was another serial killer yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, uh, wow. then it became the city. They moved to New York, and it was exactly like the old one, except everyone in every scene was like, we're in New York. Like, that was the only <laughs> difference. Yeah. And they would occasionally be on location. And then he went on All My Children and played Trevor, uh-huh. who married Natalie, whose uh, sister, identical sister, but not twins, Janet, moved to town. Uh, and then oh. started to look exactly like her, threw her down a well, uh-huh. and assumed her identity. The Janet from Another Planet. Janet story. from Another Planet. And then, then they went away, and then she came back, played by somebody else, because she got a new face, and they fell in love. And then apparently she killed him. But this is when I was sort of They copied really that storyline on Passions, okay. basically. Oh, wow. Do you remember the blonde Sheridan, when she was pregnant— <laughs> <laughs> that woman Beth wanted her baby. She pretended to be pregnant yes. and wanted to steal her baby. Yes. So she kept Sheridan in a pit in her basement. Oh shit! Yes. I do remember this. And you remember like Sheridan was literally in this pit for like longer than a pregnancy <laughs> should last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. But, okay, and then the woman who played Beth went on to do porn or something. Yes. Right? She, yeah. Yeah. Or like softcore porn. Yeah. I mean, yeah, not yeah. One of the Billies on Days Plate did softcore porn. Chris okay. Allen. Yeah, yeah, okay. The other, yeah. 
Wow. Oh, God. I could do this all day. You go so deep, Ira. I mean, I know we could do another two hours just on daytime. (laughs) But we're not going to. We're not going to. What does your tattoo say? Uh, Well, this one says Hollin' Outs. It's my favorite band. Uh-huh. I didn't. Oh, wow. That's from, that's from, they just released a new song. That's from really? Big Bam Boom era yeah, logo? Yeah, that's the logo. Yeah. Great mm-hmm. logo. Yeah, they released a new song with Train, which what? fine. Uh, they're touring with Train right now, so okay. it's allowed. Uh, all right. You can barely hear Train. Okay, good. That's fine. As and, long as they're there. Uh, good. Then I have like a Spider-Man, Batman, and wow. Prince tattoo. Spider-Man, Batman, and Prince. These are good tattoos. These are great tattoos. Um... Can you just kind of give us the final word on Roseanne? And so when I'm in a debate with people, I can just play this segment of the podcast and say, here's the correct Uh answer. Just leave the room. And then I'll let you speak for me. She's crazy. She's crazy. I mean, she, she like, she not not even just like, oh, that person's crazy. Like Roseanne jumped out the window at some point and she's, she's gone. Yeah. And she doesn't. And you can't say things like, oh, I hate Trump, and, like, rant all day and then be like, I'm just going to sit down and watch Rosea. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, she pushes the same, like, crazy conspiracies that, like, Don Jr. and those, like, other evil, like, Fox commentators do. She, like, for me, the, over it. The, 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 once she started getting into, like, the, like, calling kids crisis actors yeah. from the, like, sh- the shooting survivors and stuff, I was like, fuck this. Like, would you watch Laura Ingraham's, like, no. sitcom on – ABC, just because, you know, it stars, I don't know, Sybil Shepard. And just so you can be like, it's important that the two sides talk to each other. And then we have these conversations. It's yeah. like, that always seems to kind of go one, flow in one direction and not the other. Yeah. You know? Also, no one on the show is like a Trump supporter. Right. Writing it. Oh, no. Yeah, of course. So it's not even like the two sides are having a conversation in the writer's room. Right. Exactly, yeah. And, it's just and liberals they, pretending yeah. they know what Trump supporters are like. Right. And they dispensed with it before the first commercial break and really have not come back to it at all, except to say that it's a yeah. show about Trump supporters. I mean, I have not watched. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's here. Um, I uh, My good old-fashioned reason for uh, not watching is that I did not find it funny at all. I just Ooh, didn't wow. think it was now all that, that great. unexpected take. Uh, and I also, because uh, because – uh, Roseanne's face can no longer um, uh, convey Ooh. emotion. Oh, uh, it's now everything is expressed through volume. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. It's so it loud. just it just seemed like it was a lot of shouting because you can't furrow a brow anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which is come on, Dan. <laughs> yeah, it was exactly that. Yeah, yeah. It just it just seemed like every punchline was just the volume got higher. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Not for me. Yeah. Not uh, for me. How do you feel about the Will and Grace reboot? I like it. I do too. Uh, I, I mean, I, I've seen six of the episodes, but in theory, I enjoy it. Uh-huh. I do too. I don't watch a lot of. I don't feel like. What am I watching? I'm watching. I'm watching Housewives. Of course, you're watching Vanderpump, Vanderpump. Rules. Yes. Uh, like Bravo had, just has me. Um, I watch other shows when I like um, have to review them. Yeah. Like so, I well, and I watch all the Marvel Netflix shows. Um, I watch Killing Eve, which is great. Oh yeah, because okay, um, BBC sent me all the episodes, so I just marathon them to write my review. Um, what else do I watch? I like Dynasty. You do. It's trash, but sure. it's fun. All right. In a different way that the original fun. one was trash and yeah. fun. You know, this one is just like literal like. 
you know, like the original Alexis, like when she was cast away yeah. um, from the family, which is like living glamorously in Europe. And this one is like played by Nicolette Sheridan, who like obviously isn't Joan Collins. Yeah. So the reveal in her return that like she was just like living on a farm in like a trailer park that yeah. she like glammed up to like try and look classy. Yeah. It's just like That's it's like a trashy want. it's a trashy take on what was a classy trashy show. Uh-huh. It's just I like the interpretation of it. Yeah. It's enjoyable. That's one that, that I've I've just caught the first you know, 45 seconds a couple times because it's on after Riverdale. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when Friday Night Lights, uh, just to talk about something very current, uh, when they introduced a gay character and they teed up a whole storyline and then they just threw it out and they, they never, no. like, tied that up? Do you know? Did you watch no. Friday Night Lights? I did, but I don't remember I the gay character. In one of the last seasons, one of the new, he was like a series regular and like a new, like, young, hot guy. And there was even a scene where he had, like, a note on a bus that he wrote to somebody and then he crumpled it up or something and then they uh, but they never huh. anyway well I do know that One Life to Live had a young gay character named, uh, named Billy I believe Ryan played by Ryan Felipe or however you wow. say his name yeah a young a young full lipped Ryan Felipe moved into town Ryan a full Felipe's. Ronan Farrell lip a full Ronan Farrell lip mm. but did he uh, was he abusive to Reese Witherspoon I believe I don't know. Maybe. I didn't hear that. She told Oprah that she was in an abusive relationship and for a long time had to get out of it. And I'm like, well, how many? We know most of your significant mm. relationships. Yeah. As far as I know, it wasn't okay. Ryan Gosling. Or mm. Sorry. Sorry. As far as I know, Ryan it wasn't Philippi. Ryan yeah. Phillippe. Yeah, I hope not. Okay. Do you, have, do you have sources? Huh? Do you have sources on this? No sources. It wasn't. Okay. Okay. Oh, great. Good. Okay. Good. 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 All Good. right. Well. Good. Glad we put that to rest. Phew. Let's take a break and ask about his sources off the air, and we'll come back. <laughs> Matt, I am actually angry at my Jules sous vide. What right happened now. between you and Jules? Here's the deal. Here's the deal. This is a true story. Uh, my, uh, my good friend from high school, yeah. my friend Matt, he's become a sommelier in oh. the time since high school. Um, we were also roommates in New York. Um, so two things about that. One, he knows a lot about wine. Mm-hmm. And two, uh, tasting anything with him has become a terrible experience. Why? Because he talks about tasting notes of everything. Oh, okay. Uh, like he, he went – like he and Ben – he came out to visit and I was working. And so he and Ben spent the day together and afterwards. And you met Ben. He's the yeah. nicest man I've ever met in my life. And I was like, oh, how's your day? He goes, if I have to, if I even have to have another cup of coffee with that guy, he didn't, not like, I don't want to spend time with him, but he was like, if I literally have to hear him say how something tastes, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to pull his head off. Anyway, he got me for uh, last Christmas, because um, I guess we were suddenly giving each other gifts, which I, that came out of nowhere. These like blown glass wine glasses uh. that are Beautiful, but like if you think about them too hard, they break. Sure, right? Like they're very just stressful. There, yeah, yeah. So I used it the other night, and it was sitting, and they're very they're hard to clean out because they like because they shatter so easily, and there are only two of them. Nightmare, nightmare. Uh, so like I put s- some suds in one, let it to hang out and whatever, mm-hmm. and then I forgot about it. And then today I was doing things in the kitchen, and I knocked over my jewel sous vide, oh. which hit the thing, which shattered into a million little angel wing pieces that are all over my kitchen now. So just to clarify, this is a story about your jewel sous vide yes. breaking 
your fragile wine glass. Now that I say it out loud, I realize it's not the Jules sous vide that's to blame. I the Jules sous vide makes sure your food will never overcook or undercook, so you are free to focus on your guests or whip up some amazing sides. You create chef-level dishes yeah. with precise temperature control. Yeah, they've got more than 100 recipes in this video-rich Jewel app. They help you cook almost every protein from meat to poultry to fish to eggs, desserts, veggies, and more. Uh-huh. If your guests are running late, if your absent cocktails are taking you longer than you expected, don't freak out Calm about it because it's not a problem. Jewel is ready when you are. Your food will not overcook. It can't. Jewel, perfect food every time. To get yours, first of all, find a secure place to keep it when you're not using it. Don't just have it on the counter because you might bump into it yeah. and it might fall over. It's a long cylinder. It'll break your gossamer wine glasses. Uh, but also, visit chefsteps.com slash jewel. Use the code homophilia to get 15 bucks off for a limited time. That's chefsteps.com slash J-O-U-L-E, code homophilia. We're back with Ira Madison. We were just talking about your um, gay bar uh, habits off air. And when you go, are you going with friends? I go with friends. I go by myself, a trench coat, you mm-hmm. know, some shades, and I take notes in the corner. A hat pulled down very low. <laughs> yeah, why wouldn't you? Um, what's happening right now? What's your current dating status? Um... I am single. That, it took you a minute to land on that. Is that because there's uh, potentials? Possibly. When is this airing? Friday? Yeah, possibly. Oh. I mean, I'm going to Coachella this weekend. Oh, so, so this I, person? No, I just mean I'm going to Coachella, so it means like my L.A. life will be on hold. Uh-huh. So nothing will have changed by the time this airs. Yeah. Yes, okay, I'm right. single with people circling. Can you? It's like it's like the it's like the Ira staff writers haven't decided who I need to be with yet. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. There's chemistry testing, right? Yeah. Um, can you? Well, can can we help weigh in on these people? You don't have to identify anyone, but just kind of paint a picture of what the like the status is. With I mean, they'll recognize themselves by the way that you describe them, but forget that for now. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm, I'm messy. I don't okay. care. Uh, <laughs> I would join Vanderpump Rules in an instant. <laughs> Just for a wow. one season, just for a one season arc, a one and just, done. Just, just burn brightly, mm-hmm. destroy a lot of bridges, mm-hmm. and then leave. Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding. Uh, That's a great idea. For you be? and for the franchise. Yeah. It's just like who's this crazy? Like come in like a come in like a Kimberly on Melrose. Just be like crazy, yeah. and unhinged, yeah. and just tell a bunch of lies. Have everybody hate you in the finale. Tear down like, that fourth wall. And then, like, you never appear again. Yeah. yeah. Although, even she, she started off normal. Yeah. And then it was just, then the Melrose Place people were like, no, this show has to be crazy. Yeah. We, like, the, nobody <laughs> wants normal. And then she pulled her wig off. Yeah. Uh, what beverage would you be spilling in your, in your dramatic? <laughs> oh, yeah. When they do the. Um, what liquor would you be my wasting? Favorite, my favorite drink is a Moscow Mule. Oh, okay. It's my signature drink. And I a nice you little were, copper. Your signature drink was rose. It was Prosecco. Well, that's Prosecco. my classy drink. Oh, okay. Like, but if, if I'm chilling at home, like, it's Prosecco, yeah. you know, or, like, a nice dinner. But, like, when I go out to the bar, you know, it's just like I order, gonna have I order a Moscow cocktails, meal. It's a Moscow meal. Do you yeah. insist on the copper cup? Um, I don't insist on it anymore, especially since I heard that, like, the copper is supposed to, like, be slowly killing you. Oh. But yeah, what yeah, is yeah, it? That's true. True. Yeah. You're going to die. Yeah. Um, so let's see. So, boys. There is... 
There's one mm-hmm. who um who I met at a bar, um, who I like, but he does the thing where whenever I run into him, it's always Ira. We have to hang out. We have to finally get drinks, and then we don't. And then I see him two weeks later, and we have that same conversation. Uh-huh. So, well, so what? I know it's a bad decision, and I just, I just like going in this circle. So this is just somebody who is on the who's on the scene in the periphery. Yes. Nothing's happened yet. Nothing has happened with okay. this. Well, okay, the okay. first day. Okay, so the first day you meet him at a bar, something happens. Yes, and oh. then nothing else. Gotcha. What happens the first day? We just made out. Okay. I forget which day it was. was oh, it was like, Martin Luther King Day. Oh. Are we like, and he was white, so I feel awful about oh. it. Well, are we day drinking outside? Is it that kind of day? I day drink outside every day, <laughs> but especially on the weekends. This was your. This is a whole decade of my life. That's yes. why I was, this is really like you know. Me up. I don't, and, and I don't know if people like know that about me from like internet, but I'm like, I go out fairly regularly, As like you with should. my friends. Like I'm always. Out. You're on the scene. I'm on the scene. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get a we should hang out. But the, but you don't text either after after well, hearing that. Sometimes I do. But recently, last time I saw them, uh-huh. I said, I'm not texting you. You have to text me. Uh-huh. And then they have it. Uh-huh. Okay. And okay. this was at the March for Our Lives. Okay. okay. Wow. Significant moments. Wow. With this. Yeah. That's, the, that's the last time you ran into him. Yes. To Martin Luther King. We won't call him Martin Luther King. <laughs> <laughs> but and that guy. Yeah. Okay, so we got him. More like ni- Martin Luther with his 95 fucking theses about yeah. when we're going to hang out. Yeah, so Martin Luther's over here. We got Martin <laughs> yes. Luther. Who else? Um, who's the other one? There is another person. We'll call him number two. Uh-huh. Who, that uh, seems unfair to him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, um, I met him at the Abbey. Wow. No, sorry, the chapel at the Abbey. Uh, the gay one. Yeah, the gay one. Um, having such an authentic, old school gay West Hollywood experience. I know, right? It's great. Um, just like Sam Smith, I hate apps. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm on it now. Uh, <laughs> I'm scrolling as, as I talk. Speak, yeah. Um so I met him there, and he um, wants us to hang out at some point in the future, too. Uh-huh. What, what's the first interaction? With the- uh, we said, hi. Uh, he said, I Ira's like you. Ira's grinders beeping if you hear that. That's because <laughs> Ira's grinders uh, No, we said hi to each other. Um, he said he follows me online. He likes my work. We had mutual friends. Mm-hmm. And then he sent me a message that said, um, I would like to hang out with you okay. at some point. Uh huh. Okay. Um, but people do that a lot now. But and how do like, you it's know the, if it's a it's the let's hang out and then you don't. Yeah, that is a very Southern California maneuver. Yes, yes it's a very, it's a very, it's a very. It's a way of like I want to stay connected, yes. but I also don't want to. Have I to want you thinking about me. Effort. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I don't want to have to like put my pants on. Yeah. Um. And do you are you able to suss out if that is that a like let's hang out or is it just a it could be a friend thing it could not be how do you uh, well so a week ago um, on a Sunday we were day drinking uh, and I ended up with him and some other guy I don't know wow um, and then we had an aborted threesome 
Mm-hmm. What? How far? How far along? Um. In what? In what trimester did you uh, decide to first trimester? To, okay. Okay. He aborted it. Uh huh. Fled it. <clears throat> oh. And said and sent me a message saying, "I actually really like you." Um, and our first time together couldn't be now. Okay. So I'm sorry. Paint the picture for me. You're at your uh, day drinking. You meet. You're with this guy. Yes, and we leave, friend. and then we go to one the the other guy's house, who I don't know. Uh huh. Okay. And then and they're all sort out. of like hanging out, and then we start like ma- all making out while we're watching Shit's Creek. Um, <laughs> just marathoning Shit's Creek. Sure. Uh, wow. Thanks, Dan Levy. <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, I don't know. Then people's clothes start coming off, and then. 20 minutes later or so, he flees. 20 minutes is enough time for some stuff to have happened. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Underwear's off at this point. Yes. And then he just runs out, or does he say, guys, he was like, like, you know what? He was like, you know what? I I have to go. And then you you and the other guy just watch while he he gets dressed. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so here's a question. Then I hooked up with the other guy. That's the question. You finished off. Yes. Yes. That was the question. Um, But I don't know that other guy. And we, he's I'll never even, see him again. Oh, he's not on the table. It's no, he's not on the table. The guy that you Seems continued like, to hook up with. Yeah. Okay. He, to Obviously me, is the most the promising table. one yet of these three gentlemen we've talked about. Uh, he's, I think, trying to get back together with um, uh, someone who recently divorced him. Oh. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's a long story. Okay. okay. Yeah. I need to get mixed I feel up like I'm that. in Pine Valley. You sure do. Um, uh, Pine Valley would not have this kind of storyline. <laughs> okay, so we have Martin Luther. We have the threesome... Fleer. Fleer. Mm-hmm. And the threesome refugee. The final one is a friend who is not, if I'm ranking friends, if it's like Beverly Hills 90210, mm-hmm. um, there's, there's um, Dylan and Brandon. Right. And like, so I'm friends with Brandon. Mm-hmm. And are you this Dylan person? I'm probably Dylan. Area? Okay. And I'm friends with Brandon. And this person is um, David Silver. Oh, great. Okay. If we can, if we can rank them and how close we are as yeah. friends, as me compared with the other person. Yeah, he's uh-huh. not your best friend, but like you've spent some yeah. time together. He's around uh, a lot. Yes. Okay. So David Silver. He's in the credits. Yes. He's yeah. in the opening credits. David Silver um, and I, I slept with David Silver two weeks ago. Wow. And this is after how many seasons together as series regulars? Two. Too. Okay. Well, that is- so his close friend has died in a in a gun accident at home. <laughs> <laughs> He's in a vulnerable spot. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um yeah. So okay. that is just wow. hanging out there now. So how did you uh what, what what was the first move? Uh we were both very drunk. Great. Um and um you know there might have been some pasta. Oh, okay. 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 Uh, and Which that, doesn't always lead to sex. But. I know. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, uh, but I believe you're you. Okay. Never mind. Never yeah. Mind. Yeah. Um, and so it just sort of happened. Wow. And was it like uh, when it was happening? Were you like, oh my god, this is really like, why didn't we do this before? Yeah. And did you talk afterward? 
No. Whoa. So what? Ha- oh, you passed out probably. Yes. Okay. And then? In the morning, we like didn't talk about it. We talked about the news, something that was on like Facebook yeah. for a bit. And then they fell back asleep. Um, and then I called one of my – I called um, – I called Steve Sanders and wow. had to have brunch immediately. Uh-huh. What sure. did Steve Sanders have to say? Yeah. Uh, Steve Sanders was like, oh, I've been waiting for this to happen. I think okay. you like him. And do you? I think I do. Okay. And how long ago was this? Uh, two weeks ago. So listen, my understanding of the rules of 90210 is that if one person's going it was, to Coachella, it was two, it was two days all... before – the aborted threesome. I uh, gotcha. Okay. Well, it was a busy week. For it, was it was a, real, a busy weekend. Busy uh, but the whole gang would go to Coachella. Yes. You don't we're, just not, send... we're not. Okay. Okay. Uh, we may all be going on a big trip um, this summer. Okay. Okay. Very and good. Have, what have your interactions with David Silver been like since then? Um, they've been fine. They've been they've been like nothing happened. But if. Steve Sanders is right. Aren't you? Don't you at some point have to tell David, like, hey, man? Yeah. Don't may, do it like that. May, may, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm hoping he'll secretly listen to this uh-huh. and then, then he'll know. Okay. 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 David, if you're listening, uh-huh. uh huh. Read Donna Martin. Yep. <laughs> don't know what ever, I mean by that. Don't ever record a rap album, <laughs> but do pursue our friend. Yeah. Don't marry Megan Fox. She's just gonna leave you, right? They're yeah. I think they're still together, aren't they? Oh. I don't no, know. I think they're apart now. They are oh. apart now. I don't know yeah. if they're divorced or okay. I remember well. when I used to see them brunch at Hugo's. It was so cute. Yeah, uh-huh. with their kids. Um, Nothing gold can stay. I did not know my love Nothing life was this complicated until no. I talked it out. It doesn't well, seem it, complicated. It seems busy. It it does seem busy. Yeah, yeah but it seems you know. Easy to figure out. You're young and you're having fun. You're, yeah. in, your, you're in your Jax Taylor seems, years, but you're real <laughs> Jax Taylor years. <laughs> it seems busy, but this all also happened within like one weekend. Yeah. yeah. And then the rest of my weekends are just like at home watching Frasier. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it I mean, feels not really. Like I mean, I'm going to Coachella. So that ain't nothing. none of these people will be there. Thank God. Okay. But then there's going to be of a the whole three will be there. Other all group new people, people there. will be there. Uh, in flower eh, it'd just be me and Steve Sanders there. Oh, but Steve a, but a, a whole bunch of other new people. True. Thousands of new faces. It's, it's a crossover. We'll yeah. be there with the wow. cast of Melrose Place. There you go. Or Models, Inc. Models, oh. Inc. <laughs> God, I loved Models, Inc. Maybe you'll meet the sweet one who eventually ends up going crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Who knows what might happen for you? Well, it feels like David Silver's clearly – in the lead, yeah, yes. In terms of who the Irish staff writers, you know, want to pitch stories for, yeah. yeah. I think they're just life. trying to work out a deal with them. Yeah, yeah. But it's nice to know that if things go south with David Silver, that we've got Martin Luther over here, we've got Threesome Fleer over there. True. Yeah, you know, we've got, got a whole West Hollywood, and and we've and we've at least done the reverted back to normal thing. So yes. if things don't work out, then you can just. Pretend that episode never happened. Yeah, sure. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like ge- like getting wasted and and like having sex with a friend you can put behind you. But what is, I think, harder to put behind you is a, a real conversation where you're like, hey, I think we should actually date. Yeah, isn't that like every sitcom episode in the 90s? Well, yeah. 
And then it either Jerry and Elaine. Sure. Sure. Any others you care to mention? Rachel and Ross. I don't okay. know. I was just yeah, thinking, we're going to get that out there. That, no, that one's, pro- that one's probably like Rachel and Joey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's what you equate, equate this to? I don't know. Well, it's not. it doesn't seem Rachel and Rossy to me. Yet. Have you had a Ross already? <laughs> Am I Rachel? Yeah. Um, have I had a Ross? I really don't like Ross. Okay, yeah. that's a bad example. Be but you know what example. I'm saying. I was have, team Rachel and Joey. Uh, do you have a – okay. Well, that is a hot couple. I'll give yeah. you that. Very, very handsome couple. Uh, do you have a – whatever the the um, the foot doctor's name was that she left at the altar? Is there Barry. a prominent – Barry. Mm, Barry. Is there a prominent X in the yeah. past? Um, maybe. There's a – If, if we're using like a, if we're back to Melrose Place, maybe there's like a Emily Valentine. Uh huh. Oh, okay. Or she, Emily went crazy, right? Yeah, but on Beverly Hills, not a two one zero. Yeah, not a two one zero. Yeah. Yeah. So there's like an Emily Valentine. Okay. Oh, okay. Did you do Euphoria with uh, with this person? Um, are poppers Euphoria? Maybe I don't sure. know what, what exactly. I'm we'll just pre- we'll pretend it's euphoria. Yeah. Tracking these metaphors, at this I know, point. right? These <laughs> bad metaphors. Um, like three listeners are having the best time. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else is furious, and one of those probably named Kathy, and they live in Des Moines. Yep. Hi, you, Kathy. Kathy. <laughs> um. So what? But so that obviously ended badly. But was it a significant relationship when it was good? No. No. It was like. Always messy. You've ever had one of those things where it's like it literally lasted like less than two weeks, and th- but then it manages to t- consume like months afterwards. Oh god, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, one of those. Yeah, it was one uh-huh. of those. Okay, it was like, you know, it was like we were together like three times. How is how am I still dealing with this a year and a half later? And are you still dealing with it because he keeps popping back up? Oh, it's because we both hate each other. Oh, but do you hate each other? Oh, no, we hate each other. Okay. Yeah. But it keeps popping back up. Because we have mutual friends. I see. Okay. Um, So we see each other at parties. I see. But do you hate – could you – is there a specific reason you hate each other? Is is it because of the way it ended? Yes. And what was that? Oh, it was was a very – it was an awful fight. Um, And words were said. Oh, Mm. On both, sides. on both sides. Yeah. So, yeah. And you're – how long ago was this? Two years ago. Okay. Is the hate still uh, real? Uh, no. I don't think of them. Okay. Well, except that's for being good. asked about it now. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But, you know, like except for like when I will run into them. Mm-hmm. Or it's like I had dinner with someone yesterday and I was like, what's the last time I saw you? And they were like, oh, it's someone's birthday. I was like, oh. like, oh, that person. Which was last year because I went to their birthday party when yeah. we had a brief period of let's be friends again. Oh. And that and then blew d- up. didn't work out. Okay. Well, um, well, what? Let's go back further. What's the what's the Ira coming out story? Um. Oh, I I um I recently told this story um, for some HBO event. Oh. Uh, I ordered a um, – okay. This, this links back to Bravo. Great, um, you know God. the former gay porn star who's on Million Dollar Matchmaker? Not, mm. mil, not Million Dollar Listing. 
Eric. No. Frederick. Bethany and Frederick. Oh, right. Of course. The real estate oh, agent. I didn't, I didn't know Frederick. Know. He was a porn star. Oh, no. that tracks, yeah, though. For, yeah. the, uh, for the studio Jet Set. Okay. In the 2000s. Uh, and are you a fan of his work? From uh, well, so he was in a film called The Hole, which was a parody of The Ring. Mm-hmm. And I ordered a DVD of it and um, kept it in my room. Yeah. And so this was a period where uh, my mom was um, going on a diet and she didn't want to drink soda anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she didn't want any soda in the house. Um, but she knew that I still drank soda. Uh, so my mom, when I was at school one day, discovered this DVD because she was looking in my room for soda to drink oh my so God. she could break her diet. <sighs> oh, boy. And how old were you? Uh, junior year. So yeah, you come home from school and she's standing there with the hole in her hand? Well, it was on my bed. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, she left Des- it on my bed. Describe how the the, the body. How did the yeah, body feel? It was like an. It, I felt like uh, like Alex Mack. Okay. Yeah. I don't was, know. I was, what that, I was, this I was, is the first full, reference I was. I was full water puddle. Okay. Mm-hmm. You, she was. It was a Nickelodeon show. Uh-huh. Larissa Olenek. Okay. She got hit by um, toxic waste called GC one sixty one, and she could like liquefy and turn into water okay. and move things um, with telekinesis. Okay. Right, she so gets that it. Was you. <laughs> <laughs> Producer Dana is having a call. Um, so uh, did you go, walk back yeah. in the living room? Hey, so man. we had a talk. Um, it actually probably makes sense that my love life is very complicated now because in high school, um, I tried to convince my mom that I um, ordered the DVD. I went to like this all-boys Catholic high school mm-hmm. that I'd ordered the DVD to prank someone at school and put it in their locker. Uh-huh. That's actually a pretty good cover story. Yeah. yeah. And she believed it. Just uh, like right on the spot you came up with that. Well, yeah, because I um, – Had you thought about it? Had you rehearsed? Well, in the room. I'm like, what did I do? What did I do? And uh-huh. the, But then it just it just tumbles out. Yeah. Um, which are the best lies. Sure. I feel like. Yeah, don't think. Just yeah. just go with it. So it's truly what improv is based on. Yeah. yeah. Yes, just, and. Just, yes, that's and. That's right. Um, and at that point, I had already um, – you know, like, tried to fix, like, two elections at school, mm-hmm. um, a, a homecoming uh, court. Tried to I fix, tried to fix homecoming court. Fix them meaning, like, How? tried to throw them? I, well, I, tried to, I tried to stuff the ballot so I could win. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and I did not put in enough. Oh, this is why you were Sammy. Uh, yeah. From, okay. You were yeah, really you were a scheming team. Yeah. yeah. And then the other one was a election um, for a student council. Uh-huh. Did that work? Did not work. Is that but, because everyone else was also stuffing the ballot box? Um, just doing it more? No, it's, it's Did you just tell yourself that afterwards? Because I would have. Yeah. Okay. Probably. Yeah. Um, no, it's just the, the per, I just, um, that was, I was supporting a candidate ah, against uh, someone who I did not like. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I was running there. I decided, I'm going to run your campaign. Because mm-hmm. uh, yeah. my high school. Friend of me was running the other person's campaign. Okay, wow. Uh, and I and I wanted us to go head to head. Wow. And um, wow, I lost. you were living out your own dynasty. Yeah. Don't make an enemy of Ira Madison. <laughs> That's my advice to you. Um, so anyway, she bought it, and she was like, "We got to return this." And um, and I feel like she bought it, but was like, 
All right, Ira. Yeah. Uh, she heard what she wanted right. to hear from it. Yeah, because uh, like it was obvious. Yeah, um, I wasn't like more mask in high school. <laughs> uh, I didn't rip off a cocoon when I left home. Uh, no, she um, – so she tried to return it because the dumb thing I did was like buy it with a credit card that I'd found in a drawer hidden somewhere. Uh-huh. Of hers. Yeah, and yeah, because it's like when you're in high school as a teenager – you don't really like know how credit cards work, right, and you're uh-huh. like, "Oh, this is in this drawer." And I feel like I had used that credit card for other things before, because at a certain point, if you just see that credit card yeah. there, you're like, "Oh, it's there." And then maybe you see it again like two weeks later, and it's in the same place. Uh-huh. In your teen mind, you're yeah. like, "This is a card that my parent doesn't use, so if I use it to buy something online, they'll never notice." Yeah. They're not going to see the whole yes. Frederick on you the know. receipt. Um, so, well, and even then, like, I feel like porn, like, when you bought it, like, it didn't say, like, porn yeah, on the receipt. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, the porn industry has been very good about that. Yeah. They knew their audience. Um, so she tried to return it. Couldn't return it because it was open. Uh, and then she came home from school one day, and it was on my bed again. And she was like... What changed? I guess you can keep it if you want to. And I was like, I guess. Is it just a coincidence that she literally told you to keep it and that that has become your, <laughs> your catchphrase? It's, it's a coincidence. Is that the, the origin story? That's the origin of keep it. Of keep it. <laughs> wow. Wow, God. Almighty. And so that was it. And then you're just like, I guess I'm out now. Yeah. That's so crazy. And what, and, uh, what about people in school? Uh, I didn't tell people in sc- high school. Until freshman year of college mm-hmm. when I was visiting home. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people weren't shocked. Uh-huh. And then high school nemesis came out a week later and wow. everyone was shocked. Oh, but not you. You were like, I saw that bitch coming. I oh, didn't no. see it. You and, I was like, and I was like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, he... he he beat my coming out story. Jesus. Wow. Where is he now? Um, he's a high-powered lawyer in New York. Mm. His right. name is Michael Cohen. <laughs> he's having a tough week. <laughs> is that the reason to <laughs> no. uh, I went to NYU for grad school for mm-hmm. um, dramatic writing, and then oh, he wow. went to NYU law school. Oh, wow. So Did he's bump the, into each other? The boring version. It was of after I'd already graduated. Uh, okay. Back in high school, I we had like this parody musical that the seniors wrote every year uh-huh. uh, that parodied our um, teachers in the school, and I wrote a part for myself, and he was cast in it. Wow, wow, God, I hate this guy. <sighs> he really is a nemesis. Yeah, but yeah. if I know one thing, Ira's gonna take him. Down. <laughs> That's right, take him all the way down. Ira, thank you so much for being here. This has I been mean, fascinating. We could, we've got to do a follow-up. And yeah. please let us know how Coachella goes. Let us know how it goes with three suitors. Uh-huh. Guys, tweet at Ira and let him know if you're Team Martin Luther or <laughs> Team David Silver. Yeah. Team, what was the we'll other do one? a poll. Flear. We'll do our first poll. Yes. <laughs> Let's do that. Yeah. That's going to be tough. Help me decide. Uh-huh. It's, oh, it, yeah, no, this, is, this is like a soap opera digest, Paul. Yes, it yes. absolutely is. Who will hope dis- Who will hope choose? Yeah. <laughs> Should Haley go with Mateo or back with Will Cortland, who we know by now is no good? Of course. I might be mixing my eras there. But anyway, thank you for being here. Thank you, Ira. Thank you for this having me. Fantastic.
Oh my God, Ira. Ira, Ira, Ira. Don't forget to take that poll. It's on at homophilia pod. That's right. Right? And uh, excited to hear how his Coachella goes. Oh God. Well, how are you going to celebrate Coachella? Are you going to watch the live stream? Oh God, no. No? No, 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 no. I feel too old to even watch the live stream. That's how out of Coachella I am. Oh, I have folks over. We watch the live stream. You're welcome, yeah. Well, I mean, I'd love to see Beyonce. Sure. Actually, you know what? I'd like to go. Yeah. I take his freak. Don't cost nothing. Um, uh, thank you, Dana. Thank you, Dana. Thank you, Colin. Thank you, Colin. Thank, thank you, you, everyone at Airwolf. Ben Wise for the music. Yes. And you there thank listening. Thank you, homophiliacs. We love you. Mm-hmm. Smooches. Bye-bye. Books, books, books. Love them. Homophilia is sponsored by a book called Global Gay by Frederick Martel, mm-hmm. in which Martel yep. visits over 50 countries and shows us how a revolution is underway. It's the globalization of LGBT rights. And not one moment too soon. He finds that although the gay American way of life has created a template for gay activ- activism and culture, each country offers unique local variations and flavors. And around the world, the status of gay rights has become a measure of country's democracy and modernity. And how. Buy Global Gay at mitpress.mit.edu slash homophilia. Great cooking. Great cooking. What can I say about great cooking? What are two words that come to mind? Mm. Well, art. Yes. It's one of the words. Is there another? Science. Yeah. Oh, God. It's, I see. So it's one and then yeah. it's the other and then I, it's together. Yeah. I myself am an artist. But I still make good-ass food yeah. because Jules sous vide takes care of the science. It cooks meat, fish, poultry, eggs, and stuff to perfection with precise temperature control. Jules, perfect food every time. To get yours, visit chefsteps.com slash Jewel. Use the code homophilia. You get 15 bucks off for a limited time. That's chefsteps.com slash J-O-U-L-E code homophilia. <laughs> This has been an Earwolf production. Executive produced by Scott Ackerman, Chris Bannon, and Colin Anderson. For more information and content, visit Earwolf.com. Hey, this is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season 3 has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, Season 3 is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Fake nuts. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> Jesus! I mean, Jazos! (laughs) Ruler of the Eighth Circle! And that's just the beginning. Season 3 of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.